And it's another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason Hayes, how you doing, man? I'm doing fabulous. Hey, we, both another... kinda, we both kind of went flannel today. It, you know, it's cold. Yeah. Uh, it, I've, I've, I've hung up all my Christmas sweaters. Yeah. They're all now, you know, stored. Yeah. Okay, I don't have any Christmas sweaters. Well, actually, yeah, you do. I do. You wore one have, the other day. I, do, I have like a greenest yep. Christmas sweater. Yeah. It's just green. Yeah. It's just a green yeah, yeah. sweater. But it's and, hard to wear that. Yeah, sure. So I can't wear it here. No, me weeks. sure <laughs> wear it. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, so today we are both, I'm in the, what is this technically, a shacket. Yeah, it's got the Sherpa like, line. Yes, it's like yeah. a jacket meets a shirt. Yeah. Uh, and it's flannel looking. Yep, and, and I have uh, a flannel. Man. And uh, my jacket has Sherpa lining as Look well. We're just... We Style. are very stylish. Dressed for radio. Um, and people yeah. on radio are going, you, no, you literally could have anything. Yeah. I mean, we yeah, wouldn't know. You and that's just, fair. Yeah. Man, so. be, you doing well? Doing, doing good. Yeah. No problems. Yeah. Is that kind of our new, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that's kind of our new mantra for 2023. Just yeah, no problems. No problems. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm you're sure right on. Oh, thank you. I'm sure they're coming. Thank you. Great. Yeah, you great. Know, it's always something. Yeah. It's always, it's something. always something. Oh wow! I, mean, I, I didn't realize that that one, uh, <laughs> you know, one change of the calendar year yeah. has actually aged you forty five yeah. years. Yeah, if I, I had a dollar that. for every time I said or heard, <laughs> it's always something in the Wood family. Growing up, uh, I'd be a rich, rich man. Yeah. Also, the fact that of course you the government would it. take it, so it's always something. Well, yes, and yeah. the fact that you just said if I had a dollar for, <laughs> and. Then you just went with yeah. the government is going to, yeah, I mean, exactly. yeah, congratulations. Exactly. How so, does that feel? To- so I've turned 55 at least. <laughs> at least. In 2023. Oh. Uh, no, it, it's been, it's been good. This past Sunday, I spoke at a church. So I, uh, you're not going to see me at Shoreline pretty much all month. Yeah, I um, knew that. I knew this is the time of the year. Yeah. So I spoke at Hardin Valley. Uh, church, uh, in Hardin Valley. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say where it was. It's in Hardin Valley. Uh, that went well. They, uh, uh, they love on our family so well when we go there and love on the kids. What uh, is the, uh, what's the ongoing message? I mean, obviously, you know, you, you're standing for life, but in light of everything that happened, uh, with yeah. Roe and all of the, you know, kind of developments of the last year, kind of what is the message in you know, these days? Cause I know the fight continues. Yeah. It's interesting. The, uh, this year where I've been just kind of pulled to and, and leaning to is, uh, Jonah and go to Nineveh and, uh, I've dealt with over the last year or so when it comes to politics and the life issue, a lot of anger, just transparently. And, and there's a moment where I certainly relate to Jonah, where Jonah's told to go to Nineveh. And he says, no. And, and the reason is because, God, I know how good you are. Yeah. And the last thing I want you to do is save those people. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a there's a part of me that relates to that of uh, I appreciate God's steadfast love in my life. But. Uh, hey, how about you not do it for the people I don't like? Uh, that'd be great. And so, uh, the Lord really convicted me in that. And I just feel like it's a message that, uh, that we need to hear, that the culture needs to hear. And, and in, when we, because we, we got a big victory, certainly with, with Roe being overturned, but there's still a lot of work to do and there's still a lot of animosity going on, uh, in DC and other places. And so let's, Let's put the focus back to, hey, we people need Jesus. Right. And if we can take care of that, a lot of these other things would take care of themselves. Well, and, and also, you know, one of the things that I always am so appreciative of what you guys do is that it's not 
just baby centric. Mm-hmm. It's also mom centric and it's dad centric and you know you're really and, and ultimately Christ centric. Uh, you know, but unplanned pregnancies are still happening. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and so uh, these women need uh, you know counsel. They need ultrasounds. They need help. They yep. need direction. And uh, and man, I hope that uh, the ministry of of Hope Resource Center can continue on for. Uh, you guys just said 25 years. No. 25 last 25 year. 25 last yeah, year. So we're starting yeah. our 26th so year. So we're, we're going for another yeah. 25 at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and like I said, I aged 50 years over <laughs> the last year. So if, if Hope could do that, then we're technically a lot further along. It's like, than, it's like cat years. Yeah. 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 Or dog years. Or dog years. Or, yeah. or, yeah, you know, if he, what was it that Eddie says on, uh, Christmas vacation? If he had nine lives, he just spent, all, spent them all. <laughs> That's, you know. <laughs> Oh. That's pretty cool. So what about you? How was, how was your weekend? Yeah. Well, you know, we, uh, it's been kind of, um, it's been up and down. We'll put mm. it this way. So as I mentioned, I think on our last show, I, uh, I was brave with my wife and we took nine boys yep. to the mountains. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, I think at this point, just about every one of us ended up getting a stomach bug. Uh, and so I think I can't remember even when we recorded last time, but you know, it, it kind of came and waves for us as a family. We are now officially, I Good. believe all healthy. Carrie never got it. Hmm. So I don't know if she so should it's a male be, thing. I don't, yeah, I don't know if she should be worried oh, that or, coming, or, yeah. or, or thankful. I feel like it's, it's probably past out. her. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, even over the weekend and kind of the, you know, early week, uh, was just getting back healthy. But man, it's, uh, it's good. I, I will say this week in particular, uh, you know, this past Monday, uh, you know, kind of starting the week, I guess what that was, the ninth, I guess, uh, Monday mm-hmm. the ninth. Yep. I, uh, I had a, I had a, a focus that I did not have on the second. Hmm. You know, the second yeah. still felt a lot in my mind sure. like a yeah, holiday. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and, and, you know, still kind of, of course, the boys weren't back in school. It just felt different this week, kind of getting our family back into a full routine. Yeah. I personally feel a lot more focused excited eager good um i have a list of 41 resolutions no, we're going to read off right I, now i do not have that um but i do have some goals and some things that i'm excited about and some things that it's interesting um you know i, I think i think in my early earlier years here we go again mm. you know but as i was younger i used to have uh, you know goals used to be um accomplishments if that me- makes sense sure you know um, so, so it would be get to this weight or to run this race or to, um, you know, write this book or whatever it may be. I find myself now, um, my goals are rhythms. Like, like I genuinely, I don't want to just get to something and then accomplish it and then be like, oh, now, and because I, I can, you can do most anything for 60 days, 90 days, even 120 days, but like genuinely like wanting and I know this has been a huge piece of your health story, and, and I would say not just related to, to my health, but, I mean, really on all things. I, I don't want to be like, hey, I accomplished something in the fall of 2023, and then in 2024 be like, yeah, I'm kind of back where I was. Like, the goal genuinely is put in rhythms that last. And so that is uh, – that's the goal. And, and I think I've made some good headway 
in that over the last couple of years and want to continue to do so. Well, that, that's half the battle is, is when, you, when you set those goals, you also have to put in systems, and those systems have to be uh, lifetime. Right. Meaning if, uh, for instance, when I was doing all that running, I was doing four miles a day every day. That was okay for a year. That's not, no. for me, uh, personally, that is not something that I can uh, continue to do for the rest of my life. Uh, I mean, even there's there's mornings now where I get up and it's pouring down rain, and I was like, what what was I doing? <laughs> because during, what, during what would that, I have done in this moment? During oh, that I time, I would have ran yeah. in the rain, soaking wet, cold, and, uh, you know, get done, couldn't feel my fingertips for like an hour yeah, or two this time and, wonder, and start to wonder, particularly did I do something that I... It, like is my is the feeling going to come back? And so, but but now I'm, I feel like I'm at a place of okay, I can maintain this for however long. Yeah. Uh, and and it's finding those things that you can uh, you can do, and also especially when it comes to health and stuff, it's it's the realizing, uh, hey, I'm not 17. So like probably going through the drive-through as many times as yeah. I used to do. Probably not going to be a thing that I can continue. Not to do. the best rhythm, or or what I used to do would go to the gym and then on the yeah. way home, yeah, just Cause, stop it because you earned like, it. Yeah, stop it, Chick Fil A, <laughs> yeah. or and listen, I I still will stop at Chick Fil A. Well, they so, have some you know, healthy options. Yeah, but yeah. let's let you know, like stop and get uh, three sure. donuts. That, that's probably <laughs> yeah. not the best yeah. option. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, if there yeah. is a lesson that I continue to learn. Uh, is that you cannot out-exercise bad diet. No. You cannot. It won't happen. No. Ever. It's, it's tough. Like, I feel like I'm exercising a lot. I've not eaten as well as I'd like to or should yeah. have over the last month. And and it's not been like, oh, well, yeah. you know, like like my, my pants aren't any tighter. No, yes, they are. They well, it's, are like, it's like when you see somebody like The Rock, you know, he has his cheat day and he eats like 12,000 cows. I mean, it's, right. it's nonsense. But... You know, he he also there's some supplementation that's occurring yeah, in his life. Yeah, it feels I think. Like that. I mean, feels like you know, that. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and so there's some other things that are happening. He also probably works out uh, for four or five hours a day. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. A, a ton. Yeah. And lifts very like vehicles. Yeah. Like he he doesn't just you know <laughs> he's not using the dumbbell kettlebell it's routine using, I'm doing. There's no band work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. No, it's more like chains. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like chains that I would use if I was pulling a tree down. Yeah. Adam, he would like be like, the hey, let's hang those on the barbell today. <laughs> <laughs> because you never know. You never know when you're going to have to lift something like that in the real world. Yeah. There's, um, I, in fact, I always, um, I, the whole like functional fitness deal, I right. love. I yeah, think that's, sure. I think it's right. Yeah. I, I really I, do yeah. believe like, yeah, yeah. you know, um, and, and some of my dear friends are, are, you know, whether it's CrossFit or other yeah. things that are mostly about functional fitness. But then there gets to a point that you're like, well, what? Well, I mean, am I ever going to attempt to jump? Like, when when will I attempt to jump? You know, 48 inches. Well, uh, you know, when or, will I? When will I need to to walk 100 yards on my hands? <laughs> Like that's what I I need to know what yeah when will exactly. I need to do that yeah or you know kind of like the muscle up type deal yeah. it's like am I going to like 
If, am I? Is it a tree that I would be climbing? <laughs> now we'll say that I would you need are to like a, if, zip up the, like the, you know. if you are in construction, there are moments where you might have to pull yourself up a certain way sure. that's, that's more non-traditional than a normal. Pull sure, up. you uh, nor I are in construction, but yeah, not on a regular basis. But but the walking on the hands <laughs> for like <laughs> however long you can, or or doing a handstand in a box, yeah. You know, and yeah. without going out of the box, seeing who can be in that box the longest. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's a bit of a stretch. I think we've, well, I think we've, we've exaggerated functional yeah, to, to sure. a certain degree. Yeah. Man, oh, me. Speaking of functional, what about the UT men's basketball team? Absolutely. Two games in a row. It looked like they were playing high school players. Yes, we need them to keep it rolling. They are definitely hot. Um, now again, granted, sometimes we record a little early, uh, and so I think they, you know, we, we, I hope that they don't, they don't surprise us, but they over won't. the weekend, uh, and the game before that, boy, they were looking sharp. Mississippi State and South Carolina, they put it on them. Yes. By like 40. Yes. Yes, they did. And be, our defense. Let's think about it. I, this is a fascinating deal about South Carolina. Okay. Wait, who did we play over the weekend? South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. Yep. Tennessee Vols, our Tennessee Vols. You know how we just continue yes. to make more, take more and more ownership yes. of it. Uh, yes. You know when we're bad, it's like I mean, come on, guys. Now Those it's, guys. Yeah, yeah, now it is. Boy, us old Santi. Yeah. I love him. Yep. And Rick, you old know Mr. Rick. B. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Ricky, all, Ricky boy. We're all, we're all, yeah, we're all Deacon Rick. I mean, you know, we're all buddies. Uh, yeah. But uh, they could have scored. Zero points in the second half and still won the ball that game. That is insane. <laughs> I mean, think about that. They could have scored zero points in the second half of the basketball game and still won. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. And they did not. They scored a lot more points. Than well, that. here's the thing. Our defense is exceptional. It's one of the top in the country. And if we can hit shots like we've been doing and play the defense we've been playing, we're unstoppable. Now we know there's going to be cold streaks because Vescovy will. And that one thing about the dude that I love is he's just going to keep shooting. Yes. But he'll miss 50. And it's like, I don't, it literally <laughs> weighs nothing on him. Like, I'm still going to shoot it. What are you talking about? It's not a, honestly, it's not a terrible way to live your life. No, I love it. You're like, hey, listen, like, I feel confident in what I can do. Sometimes it doesn't go as well. He has no like. Just keep on going. Oh, when I go to class next, they're gonna say, "What? What about all the bricks?" He doesn't bother him at all. Well, there was one moment Tyreek Key, he actually airballed. Yeah. And then they rebounded, shot, sent it right back out to him, and nothing but net. And he nothing but net. Like immediately. That is, uh, that's cold right there. Yeah, I like it. That's my guy. He needs to shave his mustache. (laughs) Uh, if if you're listening. Uh, get rid of that. I feel like it's actually an Allen Houston throwback. Is what yeah, it looks like. Yeah, he needs to get rid of it. It looks a lot like well, Allen Houston. Well, he needs to get rid of it. <laughs> we'll be back. Hey, Jason, we uh, we do have a Speaker of the House in D.C. Did you see that? So, yeah. It just took, so, what, 14 votes or something? So, yeah, so I need you to break this down for I me. I don't even know uh, if I want it to. Was, <laughs> You're just going to pout and be like, no, I'm not doing it. I won't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, last week uh, it it did not look – it felt like it would eventually happen. Sure. We didn't 
really know how it was going to happen. It just took like four. And so how would you describe it happened? Well, here's the thing. There were like 20 holdouts. So when you look at the caucus, uh, the Republicans have the majority in the House. So everybody, for the most part, knew it was going to be a Republican. Now, I have seen in the past, we even saw it in the state of Tennessee, Republicans took majority. This is a this is an interesting thing for a history uh, nut. Jason Mumpower was a state representative from East Tennessee uh, on Further Than Knox and was the Republican leader. Historically, the Democrats controlled the state house and the state Senate in Tennessee for a long time. You had Jimmy Nafee as the Speaker of the House, uh, Wilder as a, speaker, as a lieutenant governor, just for years and years and years and years and years. Republicans finally take uh, control of the House and Senate. It was going to be monumental. Jason Mumpower was going to be the first speaker for the Republicans since Reconstruction. It was going to be a huge deal. He had videographers with him all day. Mm. And Kent Williams, a Republican state house, made a deal with the Democrats. Mm. And Kent Williams was not in leadership of anything. And guess who became speaker? Kent Williams. Yeah. Who did he have a videographer with him? No. Nay, nay. I felt so bad for Mumpower. Mumpower now is in the cabinet. I think he's the. Well, I don't. I don't know. He's got a position uh, in leadership, but that ended his his uh, state representative. It and I never had a conversation conversation with him or anything like that. I was working in Nashville at the time, but I thought, yeah, of course, I would have been like, I'm out. This is ridiculous. So you you look at what happened in D.C. and you go. It's interesting that you had 20 holdouts that really, you know, Dan Crenshaw and some others, like, they're holding us hostage. I mean, yeah. come on, guys. Like, the language <laughs> is ridiculous. It is. You know, Dan Crenshaw is a Navy SEAL. Like, let's, of, let's not use this language. A lot this, of political posturing, yeah. Um, and then... But the, Ma- political theater. Yeah, but then McCarthy was like, I don't care. I don't yeah, care I how many I lose. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. I went into work the other day, and we were talking about it, and I said, if I came in here and said, we're going to hold a vote, and... You know, we need we need to have X amount of number of y'all vote that I need to stay the director. And if we got to three votes in and I didn't win, I think I would read the writing on the wall and, and read the room and go, OK, I guess I guess Correct. we need to move a different direction instead of going. We're just going to hold another one. Well, that's so, so I mean, this is true. Um, if we're now 10 years, you know, 10 plus years in uh, as a church and we are. uh we we would kind of say staff led and elder guided sure. in a lot of ways, yeah. and so our elders are amazing godly men who um, just really do kind of create this like uh, almost guardrails for us, uh, and so they're not into everyday, uh, you know, the minutia of kind of the way that we function. And so right. in many ways, our staff are functioning as kind of the biblical elder. You know, I in some ways you could. And I understand some people say elders and overseers are interchangeable, all, all of that other stuff. So our, our guys really function in many ways as overseers, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and in 10 years. But but they hand I mean, they have their hands on like really all major decisions. Sure. And I say hands on they're involved in the process of us thinking and praying and and, you know, thinking through all major, major, <clears throat> major decisions, it feels like. And uh, and in 10 years. We have never voted. I've we have never voted on, and I don't mean as a church, right? Within the elder group, now has there been multiple times that I've said, "All right, if we had to make a decision today, what would you do?" Yeah. And we go around the circle and be like, "I think I'd probably do it," or "I don't know," you know. 
But here's the deal. One is, if we want our church to be unified, our leadership has to be unified. Yep. And and what kind of goofball am I yep. if I'm like, hey, so let's say I got seven of the more godly men in our church, and I managed to squeak out something like yeah. a 4-3. Well, that means I got three really super godly men in our church that think it's a terrible idea. Yep. Like, that is not wise. Yeah, and yet, you look at McCarthy, he was like, we're just going to keep on voting. Yeah, we'll just and, keep and, on voting. A, and it, I understand it's not it's, apples to apples. It's an interesting. It's an interesting thing. He finally got the votes. Now uh, he did that by getting certain concessions, and they've changed the rules of the house. Now that gets all into the nerdy stuff that yep. people don't really care about. But we'll see. I mean, here's the reality: the Republicans don't have control of the Senate, so it, I mean, it is going to be a stalemate no matter what, right? Uh, and ultimately, you have uh, a Democratic president at the moment. So even if you could pass, he could veto, you know, if he wanted to. So right now, I mean, for for those of us that are that uh, don't think D.C. gets much done anyway, this is best case scenario. Yeah, they just will, you know, run into each other. And uh, but what I thought was interesting, there was a moment where. Uh, Matt Getz, I think, I think how you say his last name. G-A-E-T-Z. Yeah. yeah. And so he's been the the loudest, uh, I guess, uh, holdout in all of this. And, and I think ultimately still never voted for McCarthy. But there was a moment where he was sitting there next to, uh, Bobert, who is from Colorado, I think. And next to her was one Tim Burchett. And I think it was just, they just happened to be sitting there. You know, Burchett is friendly to everybody. Yeah, sure. and, but uh, he's also grown a beard. I, I saw that. Yep. Um, yep. And and it was interesting because McCarthy comes up, and there's been some bad lip reading done online that if you want to, <laughs> it's amazing and hilarious. Uh, but when McCarthy comes up, he's having a back and forth with Gates, and I don't think it's great. Like, I think they're they're yeah. arguing. And you, I'm watching Burchett, you know, because I'm like, He's probably thinking this is not yeah. where I need to be sitting yeah. at the moment. And he's just looking forward. They keep going. Then another dude comes in, an older gentleman who's a congressman, and he leans over, you know, because if you're if you're sitting on the edge, Birch is sitting on the edge. Yeah. Well, Gates is like two seats in. Uh so this guy's now leaning almost in the lap of Birch to have <laughs> words with, with the other one. And then a guy comes up behind him and grabs his face. Yes, yes. Like a face mask yeah. to get to pull him away and, then, so the, cold. and yeah. then the camera moves. And I'm like, first off, who's running these cameras? Why are we moving? <laughs> this is what we need to see. Uh but I thought the whole time like what a terrible place to be sitting at that moment. Well, or maybe of, a great place to be sitting. I don't like, know. Like um, you know, uh and you you just know that um you might not want to sit next to certain parents at the uh, <laughs> yeah. at the like the basketball yeah. game, yeah, you know, or, or the, yeah, 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 whatever it may be, because you're like, what's going to happen is they're going to start shouting at the umpire, mm-hmm. and then you're going to be the one that's sitting right next to them, yep. and then before you knew it, they're going to like throw you out, yep. and then you've just blown every bit of testimony you had. Now there have been times yeah. that you know where it's worth it. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but it's kind of the same deal. You're like, I mean, I you just got to think about where you're sitting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so now we now have a speaker. Yep. It's good news. Our president made a trip to the border. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting he found it, but good for him. Yeah, he made a trip good to the him. border. It just took um, him two years, but you know, 
Good for yeah, him. Yeah, uh, the uh, situation does not seem to be improving. No. Unfortunately. No, it doesn't. Um, and, uh, and again, you know, our own opinions related to border security does not have anything to do uh, uh, or, or uh, how's the best way for us to say it? We recognize that every person is made in the image of God. Yes. Absolutely. And, and many folks that are fleeing to our country, we would love for them to be a part of our country because it is sure. the greatest, in our opinion, it's the greatest country on the face of the planet. Um, and yet there still has to be order. There still has to be. Well, we were just talking about earlier systems. And, yeah. and systems that are sustainable. The current system we have in place is unsustainable. Right. Period. It just is. Right. And, uh, and, and so saying that doesn't mean anything other than saying, hey, this isn't, this is not going to work long term. Yeah. And, and on multiple fronts. It doesn't work for border towns. It doesn't work for, I mean, you, you go look at El Paso. You, that's why Governor Abbott met President Biden there and was like, hey, like, what, what are we doing? Yeah. This is not, you know, for 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 folks that are kind of in the interior of the country, we see it a little, but not like the border no. the border states that are like seeing it in, in a massive wave. Even even Florida is now dealing with some of that as well. I mean, sure. it's just a um, it's going to be interesting. But but ultimately, a lot of what happens is, hey, how can I get on TV? How can I get my fifteen minutes? How can I? Uh, that's the frustrating part for me with what happens in D.C. Is it's it's the committee hearings, and I'll, I'll, I'll mention something about some committee hearings when we come back that really gives you a glimpse in how much we've changed in, in a very short amount of time. We'll be back. So as we continue today, I, I, I alluded to a committee hearing. Yeah, this is the kind of nerd I am. So in 1991, there was a C-SPAN hearing, committee hearing uh, on C-SPAN in D.C., and there was a Democrat from Louisiana who was a representative, congressman, uh, questioning a business commercial developer named Donald J. Trump mm. in 1991. And it is 10 minutes of just normal, rational, logical, adult conversation. And it was before social media before smartphones, before what we now have is the 24-hour news media. And the, the Democrat from Louisiana is just asking about commercial real estate and how some, some things have changed and, and what that means for him personally and what that means for his constituents in Louisiana. And he's getting the opinion of an expert in Donald Trump on what his thoughts are. And that nobody yells, nobody is... They are just be noted that Trump was considered a Democrat back then, right? Sure, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, but but it's very interesting. There's no one talking over each other. There's yeah. no like. It's just a normal. <laughs> Feels dangerously close to civil. And it was, uh, <laughs> and, and you think, I mean, what was that? That was 30 years ago, 1991. Yeah. So 32 years ago, um, and and to where we are now, where. We we don't have the we don't have a lot of, we don't have any of that it doesn't seem like and and it's just so shocking to see that especially with those it wasn't had it been just like some rando person right but the fact that it was Donald Trump being questioned uh, and not questioned in a, in a negative way in a hey we need your opinion yeah. because you're an expert in the field of of development and, and commercial real estate. 
And just hearing the the back and forth was refreshing. Things change. It's the same reason why I watch Home Improvement every night. <laughs> because it it there is something to the fact. Like the other the other night we were watching it and and Tim's leaving and he's like, oh we need to we need to go somewhere. I'll leave a note for your mom. Right on the counter. Yeah. Because he can't. She's not there, and he can't call her. So he's like, "I'm just going to leave her a note." So, so now your sweet wife is continuing to receive notes, <laughs> like, and she's reading it like you know nine hours later exactly. when she gets home. That's the way it should be. And you're like, "Honey, I left you a note." She's like, "Yeah, what?" But but why I didn't, why didn't you just why didn't text you just me? Text me? I've yeah. been I've been out. Yeah, you're like, well, I mean. I don't know if you've seen, you know. I don't know if you've seen actually broke your cell phone. And it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so I must I must admit, I have begun watching Last Man Standing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first couple seasons are amazing. I uh, And I don't really know which, I don't, you know, I mean, my, my, as, uh, as with anything in technology, you know, it learns you, basically. Sure. Oh, you yeah. Know? So, yeah, yeah. So we have like YouTube TV, yep. and so now all of a sudden, like something that I showed, I mean, or watched, if it's River Monsters or if it's yeah, yeah. Tennessee basketball, all of a sudden it's like populating, you know, episodes of, from the past of River Monsters. Of course, they're all past, you know, yep. but like or replays of the Tennessee game. I get confused. Wait, is Tennessee playing? No, because it says live. No, it's just playing it, you know, right yeah. there. And uh, and sure enough, so I don't really know which order I'm watching them in. But I am watching They're Tim really Allen's show, sitcom Last Man Standing, and uh, and it's pretty fun. And I love that his wife from Home Improvement yep. is like. Oh, so you're deep into it. Then. Is like yeah. makes makes some cameo yep. appearances. So does Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, I, I've yeah. not seen him. Yeah, there's a moment where he sees him and he says, uh, he calls him son. He says, "Is it okay that I call you that? It just feels right." Oh, that's there's fun. there's a lot of those back and forth, which is which is really cool. But um, but that, so far, I think that's it. But it's interesting that that's a great show. Uh, but you have to watch because his daughter's on the show. If you watch from the first season, yes, they have literally changed, except for Eve. The other two are different humans. Oh, they're they're different like, like they're just different actresses. Oh, okay, yeah, from the first season. Yeah, we. We watched a uh, we watched a series uh, at home over the holidays that um, that was more like a kid series, <laughs> and it took me like three episodes in to realize I don't I don't think that's the same guy. Yeah, I, don't, I feel like that's so I had to do a quick little Google search, and uh, sure enough, it was some different kid. Yeah, actor, sometimes it doesn't you know? work, you yeah. know. <laughs> Sometimes we we made two episodes with you and we thought, yeah, we've had enough. So, did you have you observed or not observed, but have you paid much attention to this tragedy that happened in Idaho related to all the murder and you know the murder? Yeah, of some. Students? I mean, yeah, that's it's terrible. Man, it is uh, it is wild. I think the thing that I um, you know, I I just wanted to mention is that it's just this reminder to me. About how easily we can get consumed down, you know, the kind of dark path, uh, you know, and, and and I don't really know what that is. I don't know if that's just intrigue. I don't know if that's our own fears. But man, like I, uh, if you're not aware, you know, they have um, arrested the one that they believe right. to have been the uh, the murderer of these four college students in Idaho. 
Uh, he was actually a PhD, PhD student in criminology mm-hmm. at a neighboring college just, uh, just a few miles down the road. And, um, you know, really, really interesting. I mean, the more you dig into his backstory and, and, and obviously tragic, uh, the more you learn about um, the victims. But, man, I, I found myself one day reading, I mean, I'm talking deep into, like, comments on news articles and conspiracy theory and all of this other stuff. And I just thought, wow, you know, well, I got to be careful here. Plus, I mean, there's so much, there was so much speculation for weeks saying that the police were never doing what they were supposed to yeah. be doing. And now we see that they were wrong to this guy. I mean, yeah, forever across ago, country you know, yeah. and, and, and building a case against him and, you know, gaining evidence and all of these things. I think one is probably a good reminder to us that, that, uh, criminology and, and, you know, uh, the law and the FBI and police, they don't work like CSI and blue bloods and all the other shows that we see on television. Like, it's a much more extensive and expansive process than what we often think, and so we lose patience. Uh, so first and foremost, one huge applause to to all of those that were a part of that, yeah. um, uh, and and you know, and, and and thanks to all those that that put their life on the line and 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 do the due diligence that's required to help solve crimes. Um, but also, I think it's just this reminder to us. We should mourn those that are mourning. We grieve those that have been lost. We, 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 uh, you know, we realize that man, this is a tragedy, and it's not something to be entertained by. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. I had to be careful. Like it was almost like I was allowing real life to become something that was basically entertaining me. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm finding almost entertainment in, and you know what I mean. I, I'm not saying like like enjoyment, but. But like drawn towards the details and well, drawn it will, towards it, the conspiracy. It no doubt will be a documentary. Yeah, it, no and it will become entertaining. Yeah, uh, I mean we, we Soon, you know, there, there's there's often jokes about you know those uh, podcasts or documentaries about serial killers or, or death and yep. and how we kind of flock to those things. Uh, it, but that says something about. Us and yeah. I've been guilty of it. I mean, I've listened to some yeah. of those because it does. It sucks you in. You're you like can't wait till hear the next episode and what's happening. What's this new detail? Uh, but but we got to remember that's a fam like a family lost loved ones. Yeah, and a family now has a son that apparently allegedly is a killer. Yeah, and so it, it's these are real life people, real families, real neighbors that that are dealing with it. Did you also see on on, on kind of unrelated news? But did you see a six year old? shot their teacher. I did not did you see, see that. This? No. My a gosh. six year old brought a gun to school and shot their teacher. Now the teacher is in critical but has not passed and so maybe that's the reason that we've not yeah, seen much headlines that. about wow. it. But six years of age. Yeah, I mean we're it's a it's a volatile time. I mean we're we're in a it's it's scary to see what, what's happening and what's being put out and, and and what is entertainment, and, and then what is kind of becoming normalized for for many, and then you don't know what that kid's going through at yep. home either. Uh, but but in in the midst of all that, then you have the news of the player from Buffalo Bills. Great news that has just. I mean, you talk about applauding first responders. They were doing CPR on that man for nine minutes. Yeah, and now he's FaceTiming with the team. He's tweeting. He's flexing yeah, with the yeah. team. Like. I don't know if he'll ever play football again. Uh, he's I don't know if he'd life. want to play football again, yeah. but 
My goodness. How I mean, cool was it? You know, one of the things that, that I, I heard somebody say is that this moment has has shown things that, that we wish we showed more of, mm-hmm. you know, which is empathy and compassion for others and generosity. I mean, he had this, you know, had this, uh, like, Toys go, for go, tots, go, yeah. GoFundMe type deal for, like, a, uh, you know, for, for kids uh, for twenty five hundred dollars, yeah. and now it's like seven or eight yeah, million dollars. Yeah, I mean, pretty remarkable. Again, we've seen. I so appreciated. Uh, I was watching just a, a few minutes of the Tennessee uh, Vanderbilt women's basketball yeah. game, and uh, they did a quick little, you know, just as you would often do, a, you know, a, a shot towards the coaches. Uh, and, you know, they introduced the players. They actually introduced the trainers. Mm, cool. Uh, and they just said, you know, just as a reminder to us this week, I mean, these folks are doing more than just taping yeah. ankles. I mean, they they are here and available. And they not just talked about the trainers, but also like the EMTs that were there. They literally mentioned That's their names. Awesome. And they're over there in their uniforms, kind of standing off to the side of the field uh, or to the side of the court. It was really, really cool. Um, yeah, and, what a uh, story, man. And maybe just, one of the coolest things, I don't know if you saw Dan Orlovsky. Do you, do you know who Dan yeah. Orlovsky is? Dan, you know, he's an ESPN guy. Uh, and he is a believer. Yeah. And just straight up on air prayed. Yeah. Said, you know, we've talked a lot about praying, but I just feel led to pray. And right there on the air yep. prayed for Demar Hamlin. How really yeah, cool! Pretty, is that? It's, it's just it's been really neat to see. And then over the weekend, Buffalo Bills first kickoff, first play of the game, they run it touchdown. for a touchdown. And the coach is crying. The, I you mean, right it, it is like, look, the Titans are out. I'm all in on the Bills. Let's win this Super Bowl. Let's bring it home to Buffalo, to our home, <laughs> and let's get this done. Do it for our boys. Let's get this done for Bills Mafia, <laughs> which I am one from, you know, for, for the next couple weeks. Okay, let's do it. We'll, we'll be, be back. back. <laughs> the song always makes you kind of bob your head a little bit. We, always we just got a treat. It was a treat because we had a, a quick little, you know, kind of technical difficulty. Yeah. And so we actually got to listen to this song twice coming yeah, in. Yeah, And it great. was glorious. That is good. It's a good one. Hey, you know, we I worked all last week. But this past Monday when I got up to leave for work, my little girl, you're going to work? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I am. I mean, I know I took some time off, but uh, that's kind of hard, man. Yeah. You know, and we're homeschooling, so the kids are home. So it's different if you're, like, taking them to school. Right. And then they're like, well, I don't care what you do while I'm at school. Yeah. But the fact that we homeschool, I walked into the living room, went to put a couple logs in the in the fire, and she saw me dressed. And she said, you're going to work? Mm. I said, yes, now hush and get back to your school. <laughs> you did not. I Miles is going to be in here in a second. <laughs> No, I, I didn't do that. I know for a fact you didn't. <laughs> I didn't. But I didn't. it is. It's hard, man. It's hard when, they, when they're when they like, what, why are you leaving? Well, also, um, you know, so our youngest, I think on Monday, uh, he had a hard time getting going and was kind of got a little emotional, mm-hmm. you know, when you're just tired or just... Yep, been there. And I'll tell you what, there's a piece of it that is uh, when it's cold yep. and it's dark... And your kids are there, and it's all snuggly. Yep. You just like, man, it's it's tough to to want to get out the door. Makes you start going, what can I do <laughs> to make money and just do this? Here, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ever have those thoughts? Uh, what can yeah. I do? Like, if I could just somehow continue to get paid, but just kind of be at home. 
yeah. all the time. Yeah. Mm. It's a, you know, and there's a lot of people that do that, you know, YouTube channels and, uh, you That's know, side you hustles. That's what you need YouTube is a good channel. YouTube channel. Yeah, you and Gavin believe that. <laughs> Gavin, we act, technically we have one because they did convince me to create one. Uh, it's got just a very, very little on there. Well, uh, do I know what I'm doing the rest of the afternoon? But it, yes, it's a, uh, you know, as the, as the wood acres grow, we'll probably do more on there, but, uh, as we add more animals. But, um, oh, speaking of, we got, so we added three chickens about six months ago, three more chickens. And the point, the, the reason why we wanted those, the reason why Grandma wanted those, was they produce chocolate brown eggs, so the outside looks like chocolate brown, okay. like real dark. And, you know, you get little chicks, and you're just not waiting. Not to be confused like a Cadbury Right, egg. there's not, it's yeah. not that. Yeah. Uh, but you get... Because I'd be in the market for yes, one of those. that'd be nice if yeah. they could lay those. But if we could, it, you know, you get these chicks, and then you're just, it's in waiting mode. Okay. And And so we got them about six months ago. The other day, we went out, and we brought, we saw this itty-bitty egg, and it was... It wasn't, it was a weird color. It wasn't chocolate brown, but it wasn't the normal. And so we thought these must be coming from the, the newest chickens. So they're, they're starting to produce, but they're little bitty eggs. Yep. Next day, another little bitty egg. And then it happened. <clears throat> Gavin went out, came running in with this dark chocolate brown, gorgeous egg. Really? Yeah. And so now they're producing the. Do they taste any different? Uh, I don't think. I haven't, we haven't. I don't think we've even ate one yet. Yeah. So what we do with our eggs is we just bring to, in. Just, I'm sorry. We're going to just pause. Just to go on the record, you just referenced to an egg as gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Yeah, I mean. Well, here's wow. the thing. You go to you go to your local grocery store. Yeah. And what color are they? They're white. White. That's it. Yeah. You come to the wood house and you get a cornucopia of colors. Well, so we buy we don't buy our eggs at the grocery. Okay. We, we buy our eggs from um, from a friend who has a farm. And uh, and so if you want to start selling us mm. your eggs, well, our prices are going up because I just saw what the going rate is at the grocery store, and we're ours are way too cheap, <laughs> uh, way too cheap. But uh, because I think somewhere, you know, you know how we have the coin shortage and we yeah. have the you know toilet paper There's shortage. There's got to be an egg shortage. Somewhere. I, I think what happened was a bunch of chickens died somewhere. Oh, like a lot. Oh, and so it's cut down the production. Uh, but, but I'm telling you the gorgeous brown eggs. No, man, I'm telling you. So what we do is we bring them in. We put them on a, uh, we have a little chicken egg pedestal thing that we put them all in. Yep. And then, uh, we wash them, put them in the fridge and that's just our rotation. And then we eat them, but we eat a lot. I mean, we're, we're a big family. So we, you know, at one sitting, if we eat eggs, it's a lot of eggs. You're going through eggs. Uh, yeah. But it, it's been nice. That the, do we have a new animal? Another? Is there? Is there like not yet? I do want. The, I, I want to. Pipeline. I want to add more pigs, but not like Hamlet. Not like a pet. Uh, and and the other day we were we were at the table, and I said something about we're going to add more pigs, and Evelyn was like, "Oh, I'm so excited!" You know, she's our our sensitive one. I'm so that's so great. And I said, "Well, Evelyn, we're going to eat those." And she was like, you won't put a hand on the... And I was like, well... Yes, I will. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'll yes, be yes, putting more than hands, okay? So uh, then we'll have ham, and we'll have sausage, and we'll have bacon. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that's coming. I don't know when, but but we're definitely going to add some. Because the thing about, about pigs, from piglet to time to harvest, six months, and you're ready to eat. So, And if Hamlet keeps it up, 
Yeah. Hamlet. Who knows what no. the Who no. knows what the future holds? For I on I will fight for the honor of your children. <laughs> you will not touch Hamlet. I think Gavin would be in agreement with me. I think everybody else in the house would be like, "You're not touching Hamlet." <laughs> uh, and I think all of Karn's community and our neighbors would be like, "You're not touching Hamlet." But I think me and Gavin have our moments of we're going to tussle with this dude. Wow. Yeah. It's been fun. It has been fun. We'll be back. We'll talk to you soon next week.